Hi, welcome to the Afrocoon podcast. This is your host, Ropa, and I'm so excited to have you here. Listen, listen, this is a podcast where every single episode is an interview with a person of African descent living in Europe. So why don't you come along with me as I get to hear some of the most interesting, inspiring, heartwarming, and also funny stories from some really, really, really dope people. Yeah? Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Afrocomb podcast. I did miss you very much, and... I hope I find you all in good health and in good spirits. Listen, I know this is the podcast where we interview different persons, different people of African descent, but that is not what is happening this week. Um, This week, we are talking to Ropa and Ropa alone. And I'll tell you why. I am tired. (laughs) I I am I'm really exhausted. Um I just didn't have it in me to to actually dedicate energy and time to a whole interview. And it's not that I couldn't do it, it's that I just couldn't do it well. Um and there was like a huge part of my brain, you know, like the millennial in me, you know, the ambitious person in me, the independent go-getter in me. These, 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 this part of my brain was telling me that I needed to push through whatever was going on with me and get it done because that's what you're supposed to do in life. You get things done. So for a while, I was trying to put myself under pressure to make sure I deliver an interview because that's what this podcast is about. It's an interview style podcast. But what I realized is that this podcast is also about relatability Um, those of you who listen to it, a lot of you love it because you feel like you can relate to what is being talked about. And I think you can relate to who I am just as well as you can relate to the interviews that I have on this podcast. And (sighs) part of who I am is I'm a human being who gets tired. I'm a human being who can sometimes feel overwhelmed and I'm a human being who's going through a pandemic. So this is where we're at right now and this is what you're going to get. This is the Ropa that you're going to get today because that is the Ropa that is available. (laughs) So yeah. So what we're going to do today is we are going to interview me and um I asked a lot of people who follow uh, Afrocomb. Well, I asked everyone who follows Afrocomb to let me know what questions they've ever had about me as a person or about the podcast. And quite a few of you answered. So I'm going to get through just a few of those questions. And that's what we're going to do today. So if you stay beyond this point, well, welcome. Um, (laughs) Your lovely guest today is Ropa. And the first question, actually, the most important question that I want to answer, Ropa, how is 2020 for you? And yeah, here's my answer. I think, okay, I mean, we all know that 2020 is the pits. I, if, if, you, if you didn't know that by now, then you haven't been paying attention. Uh, 2020 has been the kind of year that is like, like unprecedented I think is the best word to use like none of us saw this coming and the issue is your girl Ropa over here 
tried to treat it like a normal year. So until about the end of June, I kind of tried to pretend or behave or I was moving like like 2020 was any other year. Even though it was, it's just a year that's been filled with so many other things. Like in addition to COVID-19 and the effect that it had on health and uh, people's lives being lost and economies and people losing jobs and businesses closing down. There's been also all of these other spin-offs, right? You know, we've had like George Floyd and Black Lives Matter protests happening all over the place. Uh, right now, Zimbabwean Lives Matter is a thing and I am Zimbabwean and I'll tell you guys more about that. But there's just been a lot going on this year and I chose for the first half of this year to pretend like there wasn't a lot going on and that is starting to catch up with me. And I think I'm like, I don't want to say suffering, but I'm, I'm, I'm dealing with the consequences of that is that, you know, in like March, April, May, I was expecting myself to be as productive as I would have been if there was no lockdown or pandemic. I was expecting myself to be as social as I would have been. And well, that was obviously unsustainable. And I think what triggered my realization of how, how unsustainable my approach to 2020 had been was um, the hashtag Zimbabwean Lives Matter. And I think the reason why it had such an impact on me is because Zimbabwean Lives Matter is more personal or it's personal in a way that nothing else ever could be. I was born and raised in Zimbabwe. I left Zimbabwe when I was 20 years old. My entire family is in Zimbabwe and it's what I know. It's what I identify as home. And for those of you who are not aware, Zimbabwean Lives Matter is a hashtag that has been trending for the last couple of days. Main reason being there is just gross violation of human rights in Zimbabwe over and above everything else that the country has going on, such as like a dilapidated economy, poor infrastructure, complete unpreparedness for COVID-19 and rampant corruption. Over and above that, there's human rights violations. And um, we've had like a journalist called Hopol Chingono who was arrested for exposing corruption around uh, uh, COVID-19 COVID supplies and that sort of thing. And then a lot of other people have been arrested, such as Tsitsi Dangaremga and Fadzai Mahere were arrested for peacefully protesting in a COVID-compliant uh, way. It's just so much happening. And the, the hashtag was trending, which meant I had to interact with the content at a very, at a much larger rate than I normally would. It was just really hard. Um, it was so hard because unfortunately, as, as painful as what is going on in Zimbabwe is, it also is not very shocking because it is what I've known my entire life, like, my whole life, Zimbabwe has had a poor economy. My whole life, Zimbabwe has had, you know, um, just human rights violations. And we've had election violence and people get, I, I remember growing up and being told not to speak ill of the government in public because you never know who's listening. This is the kind of place where I grew up, like freedom of speech is, I don't know if we're as free as we should be. It's it's what, it's actually the Zimbabwe that I know. And obviously that is amplified because there is an entire pandemic going on, but it's just complex for me to deal with the fact that 
as ho- as hard as the things that are going on now are, they're also not that new, which tells me how normal cruelty and poverty and I don't know what else, what are the words to use, how normal it's become in the country that I call home. So it was painful for that reason. It was also painful because I'm far away from home. So I live in Germany alone. There's no, there's no family member of mine that is also in this country. Uh, most of them are back home and I have no context or concept of what it actually is every single day for them. And that brings me a level of anxiety that I cannot be, be, begin to explain to everyone listening to this podcast. So I thought I would just share that with you guys, that I think Zimbabwean Lives Matter was what made me realize that this year sucks. Um, and I need to treat it like it sucks. Everything else that was happening was awful, but this took it to a level that I could no longer ignore. So that's my first question and the answer to that first question. How is 2020 for Europa? The next question that I'm going to answer, the next question that I'm going to answer is how am I taking care of myself? I liked this because I got this on Instagram quite, I think three or four times. And um, yeah, the first answer to that is by not forcing myself to have an interview when I clearly am not in the space to do it. But yeah, I'm taking care of myself by enjoying the summer. Um, It is really hot in Germany right now. So I'm going outside more and trying to relax. I do do a lot as a person and I'm trying my best to give myself a rest and a break from that. And I'm also taking care of myself by uh, spending time with loved ones as much as I can. So seeing my friends, you never know when there's another second wave and we have to stay indoors again. So I am seeing my friends and seeing all of the people that I care about that I do have access to in Germany. And I encourage you all to to do whatever makes you happy wherever you are right now because this this year has our mental health hanging by a thread a lot of us so that is how I'm taking care of myself the third question and this was the most common question I got on Instagram is what do I do and I think it became very apparent to me that a lot of you don't actually know me so um, the first thing is I'm, I'm Zimbabwean and I grew up there. I moved here when I was 20 to do my bachelor's degree. And then I studied international business. Lovely, lovely story behind that, which I will tell you guys some other time. But I found myself studying business when I had never planned to. And I loved every single bit of it. And that what that's what I did for three and a half years. And now I am doing my master's degree in economics and quantitative management is what I would call it. Um, and that's really, 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 really hard. <laughs> but we move, we move. And then I also work. So I work for a software company as an analyst. And this is this is Ropa. This is what I do. I'm a photographer. I learned how to take pictures at church. I fell in love with it and I have been doing it ever since. So once in a while, I take pictures. I love event photography in particular. So I take pictures at Berlin events that I'm excited about. And that's one of my hobbies slash professions slash side hustles. 
um, that's what I do. I am also a foodie. I think anybody who follows me anywhere should know this about me. I just like food. Like I just like eating. To me, it's the solution to everything. Like if I'm sad or like I've had a bad day or life is hectic, food. Let's just go and eat. And I always say when people are like, what's your love language robot? It's all five of them but involve food. So for example, quality time, say something like, Hey, I was thinking we could cook together. Acts of service, cook something for me. Um, what's another love language? Gifts, buy me food. <laughs> Words of affirmation. If I make something to eat, or if I recommend a restaurant, tell me how great it is. Physical contact, put the food in my mouth, just offer it, just take your fork and offer me the food. This, that's my love language. I just like food. And it's not even that, like I eat a lot. I just enjoy eating good. Um, that's what it is. Like, this is really like textbook person. I listen to a lot of, um, podcasts. I listen to a lot of rap music. I listen to a lot of, uh, neo soul music. Uh, my favorite artist of all time is Erica Badu. I would say my favorite rapper of all time is J Cole. And, um, yeah, that's, that's who Ropa is. I, that's what I do in my spare time. Like if I'm alone, I'm listening to a podcast or I'm listening to music. I'm not even that great at like watching stuff. I watch a lot of sitcoms and I repeat them. So like, I would say music and podcasts are where it's at for me. What else do you guys want to know? I'm a big mommy, mommy's girl. Um, I, I, I adore my mother to pieces and she's my best friend in the whole world. And any minor inconvenience in my life, I need my mother to get on a plane and fly to Germany. That's how much I, I like her. And um, I have older brothers who I also adore to pieces. Um, they annoy me, obviously, but, you know, those are my people. I think I've wrapped it up. I think this is everything you need to know. And why I started the podcast is because I like talking. Can you see? We're probably like 10, 15 minutes into this and I'm talking to myself. So it, it was bound to happen in one way or the other. Some kind of profession that involved talking. And yes, this brings me, I think, to the last question I'm going to answer. I know it's so short, but yes. This is what the last question I'm going to answer is what would the title of my biography be? Because I'm out here asking everybody else. And the title of my biography is I ain't doing this with y'all. Grammatically correct. The title of my biography is I am not doing this with you all. And I think I would need to tell you guys my story, like my life story. I would need a Ropa to interview a Ropa for me, for you guys to get the full context of why this is my biography. But what I can say is the best things in my life started happening when I stopped negotiating about certain things. Like, for example, I don't negotiate about racism. Like my, my position on it, racism and all of its forms, such as microaggressions and so on and so forth. Like, I don't need to have a discussion about my, my stance and whether or not certain things are okay. My answer is simple. I ain't doing this with you. Like, no, I don't negotiate with misogyny. Eh, you know, <laughs> yeah, it takes different versions and it comes in different capes. All of them. My answer is the same. I ain't doing this with you. But like, it's also on a personal level, like my friendships, my love life, my uh, 
the goals that I pursue and the no's that I'm willing to accept and the yeses that I'm willing to give, I ain't doing this with you. That's just my energy. And I think I came about it because for a long, 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 long time in my life, negotiation, I would negotiate about things I had no business negotiating about. Um, I didn't have boundaries, like firm, firm, firm boundaries. Like, hey, when it comes to this, there's no need to discuss it because I know where I stand. And the the results, like, or at least one of the problems with going through life like that is people take the piss. Like <laughs> people will take the absolute piss. Like if you give human beings an inch, they will take a mile. And my answer to that now is I ain't doing this with you. Like, uh, uh, no, that will be the title of my biography. And I can even tell you that Afrocomb is mad. Like it's like serious. I, I ain't doing this with you. Um, attitude. It's like, hey, I'm tired of other people telling our stories. So I'm not even going to discuss with you why your version of telling people of African descent stories is wrong. I'm not even going to have the conversation. I'm not doing this with you. Like, we're not even doing that. I'm just going to go and I'm going to do it. And I'm going to allow people of African descent to tell their own stories. I'm not going to have the discussion anymore. That is why I would name my podcast, I Ain't Doing This With Y'all. Um, because I'm not, and I need you guys to hear me on that. Like, I'm, I'm not doing this with you. <laughs> like any exchange that involves a disagreement or an argument or anything of the sort. Hey, my answer to that is, listen, sis, I ain't doing this with you. Like, I don't have the time. So, um, that is all I had for you guys today. I will be back in two weeks with with an actual interview. I needed to take a break. Like on in all honesty, I did need to take a break and I didn't feel that it was right for me to churn out an entire interview when I wasn't in the right space to treat it with the dignity and the the authenticity and the energy and the dedication that it deserves. And I care very deeply about the content that I'm creating. So I never want to yeah, I just never want to not do it well, at least not do it to the best of my ability. And I haven't been in the right level of energy and space to do it recently. So that's why you guys got to hang out with me today. Um, I will catch you in exactly two weeks. But before we get to that, before we get to that, would it be a podcast if I did not shamelessly plug something? So here's my shameless plug. Um, in two weeks, from the 27th of August until the 5th of September, there is a festival happening in Berlin called the Isusu Fena Festival. There's been one last year, so this is the second one. Um, and it's a, it's a festival that will be centered around um, Pan-Africanism, Afro-feminism, and the colonial history of Germany. Also, special emphasis is going to be given to the Berlin Conference of 1884 and the effects it had on both African and European populations. Listen, this festival includes, like, it's got parties, there's an exhibition, um, there's a colonial walking tour in Berlin, panel discussions, a healing workshop, because why not? a market day, and just a whole lot more. So I urge you all to uh, follow Isusu Fena on Instagram or, or Facebook or whatever. 
I-S-U-S-U underscore F-F-E-N-A and find out more about uh, the festival. But listen, you guys need to go. That's that's the point. Like, this is what I'm saying. You have to go. First reason why you have to go is I personally adore the Isusufena team. It's made up of five young black women who are, first of all, really intelligent and extremely passionate about what they're doing. And underrepresented, like you don't hear from these kinds of voices often. So we're going to, I'm going to shout until you go, because this is just them existing is in itself unorthodox. So that's part A, why you need to go. Part B is, have you been on a Berlin colonial walking tour? Have you? Have you? Exactly. So just go. (laughs) It's also different and it's also definitely going to be vibey. So that is my shameless plug for the week. I love you guys to pieces and if you have made it this far it means you obviously you obviously obviously love the sound of my buttery voice (laughs) so trust me I love you as much as you love me and we're in this together we're in this partnership together so stick around until exactly two weeks from now and I'll be back Until then, bye.